get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Jackson, we're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind, so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you and ask you to build a big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have not done this already, go ahead, share the call. Others, they can dial in at 602-753-1848 or listen online with their smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. So good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. And um, we're about to close out this very powerful series, so much so that uh, you'll be looking for an article coming out for those who are on uh, our mailing list. And uh, just to give you some some key nuggets and takeaways, and I'm going to review a little bit here about how to overcome obstacles uh, as well as objections so you can maximize your window of opportunity. Sometimes we can come through a series and we forgot why we started it. And that's very often, even with things in life, you, you're on the journey and you forgot why you got started. And the moment you do that is the moment you get lost. And there's two parts of us uh, that God, you know, um, kind of rule our life, and you get to choose which part of you dominates, which part of you rules. But we're in a world where it's very common for the lower side of us to try to take us to the top. I want you to go to Philippians 2 and 3 as we go to Lord and we close out this amazing series. I want you to be aware of, of me is ruling my life, my godlike nature or my ego. Because these obstacles and objections The way we perceive them is all about where we're coming from. Let's go to the Lord together today as we close this out with the bank. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day you made and we're glad and we're joyous. We're here in the land of the living. Heavenly Father, our Father, as we call you by your name and we say we love you. We love you so much. But you said, you know what? The way you show me that you love me is by keeping my commandments, doing what I tell you to do because it's best for you. But, dear Lord, there's a part of us that just don't understand that, that just don't want to comply with that. And this is where we're calling upon the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, help us, teach us on the right path. 
give us a higher level of discernment that we may operate in our godlike nature. That we will build the kingdom for your sake. Let the focus not be our own. And we know that that if we do that, we will have more than enough. But there's a part of us that can't comprehend it. So we are coming against those spirits in high places to annihilate the ego, the part of us that just don't want you to be a part of what we're doing, but we want everything that you have. Let us subside the ways of the world in the ways of the kingdom. Let us move away from the idea of popularity and build our life and businesses with purpose. We know that you will exalt the humble. Proud will have their place. So as we decrease, let your Holy Spirit increase like never before. So we'll walk in the nature where success is inevitable. We honor you and we bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, I want us to just do a very brief review on the idea of the window of opportunity that we have to be looking for it and we have to uh, do some assessment. Sometimes we're moving through life and we're just on this train to nowhere and we don't even assess where are we now or how far we've come. And is I would call it a hardship a hardship that many people go through. It's the thing that will have us focusing so much more about our feelings versus our future. Our scripture is coming out of the book of Philippians on today. And we're going to Philippians 2. It says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. Now, I'm going to tell you, you guys know, I just know how to, I just keep it 100. I don't know how to do anything else. Like, but time in my life where I thought I was all alone, like literally, like two children, taking them into two prisons to visit their dads in two different prisons, driving from state to state, because I'm telling you, sometimes the prisons were far away from even where we lived that would work 10, 12, 
14 hours and then get on the road early in the morning and drive all day with two car seats in the back and it was like I gotta just be about me and mine because it's just us and it took me through a time where it was hard for me to even really show love to anybody outside of my children because I felt like nobody else loved them and nobody else really loved me. So it's just us. And what I did was always about, hey, this is about me and my kids. I'm doing it for me and my kids. I was, to my clients, always loving. I, it's always been that side, but I have that really, I have that other side that's just like, look, nobody else is there, and it's just us. And uh, it, was, it was just us. I mean, when the kids went to sleep, it was just me. And I'd look at, this burgundy leather-bound Bible, and I looked at it at one time. I used to look at it and turn the other way. And then I started picking it up. Like every day, and then after a moment, I would find that on days where I would be home, get to a Sunday after I cooked and things like that. I don't know. I used to always put big pots of food like there was a bunch of us. And then eventually people came. People wanted to come on Sundays to have dinner at my house like every Sunday. Like, what you cooking, you know? But I'm just talking about when all the dust settled, it was just us. And that was all right. It got me but so far. Got us to a place where I didn't need no man to pay my bills. I didn't need nothing like that. We were good. And then it was these other things that started happening, these, like, hurricanes in Florida, and I would now have to hop in the car, pack my kids up, drive 10 hours to Georgia, and it was just us. And... But along that way, I kept reading that Bible. That Bible would go everywhere with me, so much so that it's still with me now. I don't like anybody to touch it. It's, I don't know if you can get things. I always that, get things bound again. But I don't, I don't know if I want that because I've been the only one touching this Bible. I don't even like my housekeeper. To, I don't want anyone touching this Bible. It's just me and God. It's just us. And when I began to realize that it wasn't just us, like me and my two kids, or my two kids and I, for those who are going to be saying she's not grammatically speaking correctly, I'm literally coming to a place where I realized that it was never just us. It was never just me when I drove my son, drove myself to the hospital to deliver my son. It was just not just me when I drove home after uh, my third son passed away. It wasn't never just me by myself. God was always there. And then I started asking some questions. First, it was seeming like I was talking to myself. <laughs> and then I started hearing these soft answers. 
realizing that it was never just me, my kids or I was always in us and God was always there. It was a very humbling moment, the realization that you are and has ne- have never been alone. Be like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. Like, I was so caught up in myself, I missed this big, huge gift that instead of me thinking I was by myself, I started literally seeing the gift of being alone with God. It was a gift, like, oh my Lord, this is so like, like you are just so like crazy, little girl. You had all this time with you and God alone, and all you were using that time was for was to think that it was just you by yourself. Of me, that literally wanted me to lose because if you think that you are alone, if you think that your problems are only about you and your problems were not a part of your purpose and you think like you're going to lose. Like if I stayed in that state for a while, I could see me missing every opportunity of growth, every opportunity of acquiring more wisdom, every opportunity of knowing how to be peaceful when you're by yourself instead of lonely. I would have missed so many opportunities, so many windows of opportunity. And then now when I started riding up and down the road, those times that I used to want to listen to music, which, by the way, I, I was definitely a hip-hop girl back then. It was not gospel music. It was hip-hop straight up. And no wonder my eldest son, he just was like a rebellious little boy. I didn't know why the boy used to act so crazy like that. And I mean, maybe the, I'm sure it was because of the music that he was listening to exactly because when the music would go on, the way he would start dancing. And then, you know, Jawan, my son, that even ended up, you know, he's in a wheelchair and then we would go places when he hear that music. He wanted to almost jump out that chair. And I didn't realize that I was the one that trained him up like that with the music that we were listening to riding up and down the road, and I'm, like, just jamming or what have you. Who knows? That's probably the only time they were seeing me, like, really, like, into something. Then music started changing, obviously, because I've been getting to realize that what goes in is what comes out. And my focus stopped being about what with me and started being about what I'm going to do next. Ideas and all sorts of things started coming about, but I just want you to know that those were huge obstacles that became objections to why, like, why I couldn't do this or why I couldn't do that. And that prayer started changing. That prayer life started changing. I mean, like, the the word of God, I don't even understand. No one taught me, like, this is how you pray. This is what you do. I mean, the word of God said this is what you do. And I started praying. I used to do those baby prayers, like what my grandma said. Now, you know, Lord's Prayer, nighttime. I'm not going to go into that. I want you to know that it was some baby stuff because I didn't know what to say to God. Then I started having intimate conversations with him, and ideas will start flowing. And then I started now, instead of seeing the glass, half empty, I started seeing it more full. 
started stepping out of my way. Instead of me walking past possible clients, I started talking to people. I was walking past them with my head straight like, I don't want to talk to nobody, don't talk to me. Until I started seeing people, and I'm starting to talk to them first, and I'm having conversations with them. And then now my business started filling up with people, and, like, the referral game just went to the next level. And I'm talking to people, and now because I'm feeling better, I'm making people feel good in my chair. And they're like, they can't wait to get to Girl, I cannot wait to see you this week. And, and it began to be where I realized that, you know, building a relationship with God's highest creation is like, a game changer. And it wasn't I was doing that so they can pay me more money. It just seemed like they just won. They get out the chair. They look good. I did my absolute best on the hair, and I gave them the absolute care. And when they were in my presence, I was present. And you talking about people coming out the chair and you know, you had guys that drop off their girls to get their hair done, and I'm getting $50, $100 tips on a $30 hairstyle or a $40 hairstyle. It was, like, crazy, and I didn't have the connection at that point. I didn't know that it was about me making it about the person versus about me that money stopped being a problem. The window of opportunity to make someone else feel good, better, having an experience together. And their success was like, wow. You leave in the shop with stacks on stacks inside of your smock. And I took that into every area. And I told people, I never knew network marketing. I didn't understand with all the dynamics of it, and I transferred that in conversations and making people feel good, and then it was like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. So you can apply that principle and just be in a different industry that will pay you that, and there it is. And so I never built my business around making the money, I built my business around building people. And so now, before they get in your business, that means you have the window of opportunity to build them up, meaning you've got to have a conversation that's about what they need, not about what you're trying to get. And that just becomes who I am. Let me, let me, let me explain to you and let me give you the proof. I'm showing up here and I don't see your face. I don't even look at the board anymore because I don't know who's listening and that's not my priority. My priority is for serving God for whoever is listening. And then guess what happens? I focus on the people, not the money, and I don't even think about money. I'm not money is like literally I have tapped into how God will have whatever it is you need, whether it's real people in your life, you'll you'll let the, the, the ones that don't belong there exit, whether it's peace and joy, wherever I'm telling you, like everything you need, I begin to really understand, like, wait a minute, don't do it. 
about you and you'll be taken care of. Now, there's a part of you that's the godlike nature of you that will say, yeah, that's it. That's how you do this thing, and it feels good. Then there's the other part of you that's faking and hating on the God part of you. I'm talking about you now. I'm not talking about the outsiders. I'm talking about you. Ego, that as God out, that you don't want your feelings hurt, so you're not going to approach nobody. You're worried more about their response versus your responsibility to bring to the marketplace what you have. You're focused on the response from the person versus your responsibility to do what you said you were going to do. To serve God, service people, produce a legacy for you and your family. You're you're so focused on the ego will have you focusing on your feelings instead of your future. You'll get caught up in the now, forgetting that tomorrow will become today. And so when you have conversations, we call them prospects. These are the people who prospectively or they may or may not want to connect with you further. And we're so much about what we're going to gain versus what we actually have to give. We're so wrapped up in our own obstacle, which might be I can't pay my bills. Um, You know, I'm trying to hit this title. Um, I'm trying to – and you don't know how to live in both worlds, meaning – Still hit your title, still hit your pay your bills, but your focus is to serve the people. You don't know how to live in both worlds when God has said, "Listen, if you let your godlike nature dominate you, you'll crush it in everything you do. You'll dominate in everything you do, and you because." You're in your own race. You're in your own lane. So there's no way that you're losing against yourself. When people start comparing themselves to others, now you feel like you're losing. That's the ego part of you. That's the as God part out. That's the part about you that wants somebody else's life because you think yours was not good enough. You think that God made a mistake with the cars he dealt you, so you want somebody else's house. You want somebody else's car. You want somebody else's man. You want somebody else's business. You want somebody else's title. You want somebody else's everything. Because what God gave you wasn't enough. He made a mistake with me. Whatever place you are in your life, in your business, needs to be about what you can contribute, not only what you're trying to cash in on. It's just, let me tell you something. Anybody who know me, I'm the same way. I, I don't know. Like, I got this part of me that when I see the ego takes over someone, I have to, I have to create me and that person. I have to create distance because that part of me that know, and it's not that I want to hurt that person. I know that that ego is going to destroy that person. Ego is that thing that have you forget where you came from and then have you now go on a detour back to the same place you said that you wanted to leave. 
So I know I'm going to provoke you right now. Ego is that thing that makes the obstacles and the objections seem like they're bigger than God. But the God-like part of you would see obstacles and objections as an opportunity to overcome, an opportunity to give, an opportunity to grow. You might say, well, I need the script. And if you're still looking for the script, you missed the whole point of the series. You can know the dynamics of the script, but how are you going to predict exactly what the person you're talking to needs? Nobody wants to connect with robots. They want to connect with people. They want to connect with a person, they want to connect with you. So even if you know, okay, I'm supposed to ask them first, okay, what, uh, what are you trying to accomplish? And when they give you the answer, the godlike nature in you is going to now be present with their need, present with their response, and you have a responsibility to serve them. Think about this for a moment. How do you feel when you go into a store and you're looking for something and you see people that appear that they work in the store, they appear to, like us, we appear to be working in our business, we post in that this is what we offer, what have you, and you're walking in the store, and all of the people who work in the store are having conversations with each other. They're not even paying attention that you need help. How do you feel? You turn around and you got to ask them, do you work here? Hello, excuse me, do you work here? They didn't even pay attention that you were moving a little hastily, like you were kind of in a rush, like meaning you were in a need of something. You're looking through the racks, and nobody is asking, can I help you? But then now you see somebody standing behind the cash register who just waiting until you help yourself and bring your cash to the cash register. But that's how most people build business. They only want to even work with who's already winning. That's who they want to prance around, the people who are already winning versus developed people in their business. They only want to prance around the folks who appear to be celebrities versus celebrate that average person like they were at one time to say, we're growing together. This is the one thing I know, being a person that know people that go from no check, paycheck to paycheck, all the way to million and billion. They all have insecurities. They all have needs. God designed us such that we are supposed to collaborate and cooperate with each other to guide each other, work with each other to fulfill the needs. He made it such that we cannot fulfill all of our own needs. So when you have the lack of that, you have destitution amongst the entire human race. Even if they didn't 
collected some cash. You don't have to go back and listen to this. So while you worrying about your needs, you can't fulfill nobody else's needs. So your obstacles and your objections are minimizing your opportunities when you're in your ego self. So for those who are sitting there saying, oh, nobody's enrolling with me, you don't enroll with yourself. You are with you and yourself right now. You're not out there trying to really fulfill the needs of others. You appear like that, but this is what people don't understand. We are energy. So that whole faking it till you make it deal have you crashing in private. That whole imposter deal have you crashing in private. That whole I only feel big unless I'm hanging out with the big wigs have you crashing in private. People have no clue how many invitations I turn down if it's like where this ain't aligned with my smart goal right now. I'm busy. They have no clue. I'm not identified with by my crew. I'm identified by who I serve. When ego decreases and your spirit man increase, success is inevitable. You'll start seeing the windows of opportunity clearer because you'll start asking better questions to God. And you'll be able to hear the answer. I got a warning. You're going to be going on a whole nother path than the crowd. Don't get lonely because you're not alone. Don't get lonely because you're not alone. And then he's taking you to a whole nother place, a whole nother group, a whole nother people that they don't care about celebrity, they don't care about crew, but they do care about you. You know, there are some people, because they are so still connected in the ego, that they're trying to claw their way into gates that's been closed and run away from arms that's been opened. They just don't even know the difference. Y'all going to catch that later. This is what I want you to do. You need to write down all those obstacles and those objections that you have. But, 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 you just don't understand. Hey, it ain't for me to understand. It says in all thy getting, you need to understand. I understand what I'm doing. When the world and business open up to you is when you understand what you're doing and why are you doing it. And when that is in alignment with why God wants you to do what you're doing, child, bank account, overflow. Peace, 
overflow. And you'll be able to let go. We're going to be going into a whole 90-day season of letting go to level up. And y'all are going to be just mind-blown as we're moving into the thousandth episode. The Power Start Show Day is coming soon. I just need you to overcome these obstacles and objections so you can maximize your window of opportunity. You better know what you're looking for. Because if you don't, you're going to miss it. I love you. God bless you. Go out there and go help some folk today. That's what this is all about. For folks who said, oh, my gosh, this is so deep. I don't even understand. Oh, my mind is gone. Go help some folk. Get on that list that you've been ignoring because your ego is worried about the response instead of your responsibility. Go to work. God bless you.